Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. LG, how do I tackle a team with a we finish when we finish mentality? Due to this, items and sprints always get carried over. Kudos from Dallas. Hey, mm. welcome from Dallas. We appreciate it. Todd, what do you think here? I think that Will and I are about to drop a video about aging that your team should watch. You're carrying over work. So work item age from the time you start something until current time. How many days have we been working on something? If you carry it over into the next sprint, it's still aging. And so if we started something in sprint one and it's sprint three and we're still working on that thing, we've carried it over. The ticker's still going. And so... We should be looking at that. If we've been working on something for 38 days, there's a, host of, there's a whole bunch of problems that come with that. The risk that we're doing the wrong thing, right? A validation of it, it being done, which is what Scrum is all about. So I would really, this is where I would zero in and say, I think that maybe go away from the three correct questions in the daily Scrum and start talking about how your PBIs are aging. And we've put a bunch of videos out there about aging, right? Aging doesn't mean... Aging doesn't necessarily mean we planned it and put it into a sprint, but if this is a problem and you're just not starting it, you're just carrying things in, I might look at it that way. But this sounds like stuff that we started and we just continue to carry over and never finish. So I would look at work on a major 100%. And that will be very illuminating to you and your team, I think. Yeah, Todd, let me tag that just a little bit. I wholeheartedly agree. There was a question in the comments on our YouTube channel that was similar to this. What's a great metric to use in a daily scrum? Right. So this person was they want to dump the three questions and they wanted a metric item aging to Todd's point. I, so my question is would be to, to LG as well. First of all, thanks for sharing the question. It's not always easy to point out things that aren't going well. So we appreciate that courage. Maybe jump into a daily scrum and see what they're doing, because if we have work constantly carrying over, are we really checking in on our progress towards the sprint goal, our progress on the work? Are we adapting our sprint backlog based off of what we're learning? And if not, why not? And I think to Todd's point, item age is a great indicator that something's either going great or something's off, or maybe we need to keep an eye on something. So I, I would really diagnose the daily scrum and maybe they've stopped having it 
or maybe it's turned into a status report, but that event is designed to help us avoid the very situation that you're talking about. It's also, I don't want to get too stuck on this one, but I think there's a professionalism aspect that we could pull up on here too, Todd. When I go into a sprint review and I've got stakeholders asking, what did we do and how are things going? And we're continually carrying over things. And how respectful is that to the stakeholder? How, if we're not hitting our sprint goals, if we're not, if we're not worried about getting to done by the end of the sprint, there's a professionalism thing there that I might tug on as well. I would do it gently. I wouldn't just step up and say, you all are amateurs and toss a table over. I think that's not going to be a good approach, but there's some kind of thread there that I, I would start pulling on about professionalism, respect for the stakeholder, and really trying to make sure expectations are aligned. If we could, we're committing to this sprint goal. We need to make sure that subsequent work is getting to a done state so that we're releasable. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.